So, gentlemen, here we all are together. We've got a couple of new faces here we'll talk about in just a moment. We have Dan Summers from Salem, Oregon, right? right yeah. And, of course, we have Ben Carter from my hometown of Colorado Springs, Colorado. Nice of you guys to join us. And the reason that these guys are here, of course, Drew and G-Man, is that they were attending your three-day boot camp. So we're going to get to that in just a moment, what they took away, how they're going to implement what they've learned into their companies, how they're using the EGIA Contractor U platform uh, to develop and grow their company. But first, Mr. G-Man, let's talk about these uh, new additions to the whiskey. We might want to just start with the Boss Hog again there just to make sure everybody knows that, and then we'll talk about the other two. Yeah, so we, uh, we've got the Boss Hog, uh, which is Whistle Pig Rye, and it's... Uh, the Samurai Boss Hog, yep. and it is a very powerful whiskey. I mean, it, it's basically cask strength. It's an arse so, cooker. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of heat and uh, very, very powerful. Not not typically like a rye. It doesn't have a lot of sweetness to it, uh, but definitely a lot of caramel, a lot of cinnamon. Yep. It's uh, outstanding. It's uh, it's an expensive bottle, though, so it's one of those yep. bottles that you, about, you have to want as opposed to uh, just it's not it's not an everyday drinking type whiskey. Yeah, it's about it was five hundred bucks a bottle. Five hundred bucks. We, yeah. you know, we get the nice whiskeys and stuff. Uh, as I mentioned in the previous episode, the pressure of going to the liquor store under specific directions from you <laughs> to get that, and also this other one here, this Macallan Six. Talk to us about that. Yeah, the Macallan Six is the latest release, and uh, it's I believe the last release. So it's not uh, it's not a six year old. It's the number six. Yep. Oh, I got specific and instructions. So it know. represents you know uh, a series of. Uh, uh, single malt uh, platforms, and so this is number six, and we're going to crack that one open next. So yeah, uh, we definitely should. And then this other one right here, um, what's it called? I don't know the name of it. Fry something. What's the other side of it? Fry Ranch. So I walk in the liquor store when I I got to the airport. I came. You guys were doing the boot camp. I went to the liquor store, and I walk in to get these other two. And there's a guy there with a couple of young ladies, and they're doing uh, a whiskey tasting. And I take a sip, and it was very delish. And it was a, a local. He grows the, I guess, the rye, right? The little, I guess yeah. those are like little wheat things or whatever mm -hmm. they are. And mm -hmm. they grow them here locally, just outside of Las Vegas. He distills everything here in Las Vegas, and uh, wanted to support the local, the local guys, and bought that bottle as well. We haven't tried it yet. I did have a sample in the store. It was very tasty. Uh, guy's name was Cody, and he signed. If you slip it around there, Drew, he actually signed it for me. Like, you know, so I'm like officially like. A big fan of Cody. So Cody was a cowboy, and he brews uh, some very, uh, we'll find out, but from what I've seen so far, a very tasty rye whiskey. So with that having been said, we have this today, as I mentioned, Ben and Dan, and they attended your class. And so uh, we'll just get started talking to you, Dan, if you don't mind. Uh, I know that you and Gary go way back, but talk to me about uh, the, the number of times, this is not your first time at the boot camp. No. Talk to me about uh, how many times you've attended and why do you attend, you know, for multiple years? Well, uh, the very first time that I attended, I think that my budget was $250,000 for the whole year. Wow. And uh, through Gary's training and expertise now, that's... Um, oh, that's your whiskey budget now. I, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Things that, have gotten really good. It's you, gotten man. really good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll do four times that in a month. So yeah. it's, it's really exciting, That's but, wonderful, man. you know, to have those processes in place and to know how to actually budget for my advertising, for my pricing, and know exactly how to do that so that I'm not like every other contractor out there just waiting, hoping, hoping yeah. that I'm yeah, being departmentalized and getting that all set up. So uh, we had a situation where I had to 
I had to let my uh, service manager go. But I wouldn't have known that had I not been departmentalized. Right. But we were losing a lot of money, and I, right. why you know we're making money, but I could still, I could see this department, yeah. and I knew that I was I was losing money on my service manager, and so you know that's one of the most difficult things in business is making those tough decisions. Oh yeah, you know letting somebody go because they've got a mortgage, they've got kids, they've got groceries, yeah. and the tendency we were talking about this in a previous episode about the emotion driving decision rather than the data. And it sounds like you got to a point where, like, I'm going to let the data make the decision. Yeah, yeah. Is that something you learned from Gary? I did, yeah. I mean, uh, again, I would not have known that yeah. that was the issue because he, he said the right things. He talked the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, he told me the right he, – everything he said was accurate. Right. And then he just knew how to, mm-hmm. how to do that. And he was really surprised when I let him go because he didn't know the numbers right. himself, which uh, was a little frustrating yeah, that's a tough thing, but it sounds like it's worked out well for you. You're spending a quarter million dollars a month now on whiskey, and yeah. so yep. business that's is my, good. And yep. a little G-man in your life, put a little money in your life. Yeah, it's that's, it's been fantastic. Uh, I want to talk to you about one more thing. Uh, as you know, we're all part of EGIA's Contract University. You guys are members of that program. Talk to us a, a little bit about how you guys use the platform in a day-in, day-out basis, because one of the things that we find is that the platform, it's like a university. It's so robust. You got, you know, the science building over here. You got the math. You got the sales building. You got all this stuff. How do you kind of access the content in a way that makes sense for you and your company? So at, at first, I had learned how to navigate it, and I, I went through, and, and I go to the contractor library a lot, and I look at that because there's so much information in there. There's a wealth of knowledge in there, and... Um, I believe it's every Monday or Tuesday you guys have your your live stuff coming out mm-hmm. and I love watching those. Um, usually I, I'm too busy, I can't catch it, but I catch it you know throughout every, the week yeah. after it comes out. But it's um, any time that we have a, a, a question or an issue, um, that's where we go. My, I'm, I'm bringing on a new service manager, Bobby. And so we, I went on there and I said, okay, Bobby, here's, here's what the roles of a service manager. It's all there. Yeah. And then, guess what? We're going to watch Gary's videos. And we're going to sit down and we watch Gary's videos. I mean, some of them are you know, half an hour, some of them are an hour. But the wealth of knowledge that comes out of that. And then we brought, we brought Bobby to Gary's training. And I said, so how, how'd it go? And he said, man, my head's going to explode. <laughs> but all that, this whole class and more is 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 on the EGI um, website and I, I honestly I feel like there's so much information that you can almost get lost in it yeah but but it's also very specific so if you say hey I'm gonna you know I, I want to know my um, I want to know my numbers I, I want to learn how to 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 dive into the numbers and become departmentalized that's there yeah well it's like a university you go to university there's all these oh, different yeah. colleges and so you got to go in the College of Sales for a while, yep. College of Finance, College of Planning, College of Culture, and different things that Gary teaches. And so it can be overwhelming, just like if you were trying to take every major on a university campus, you'd be overwhelmed. You pick a major one right. at a time. One of the things that Gary and Drew both uh, talk often about is, you know, uh, you know, a thousand-mile journey. starts a single step. You just got to get involved. Gary, I'm just curious, as sitting there as a guy that's done this for three decades, you know, how does it feel, the level of satisfaction, when, you know, Dan comes to you and says, hey, we're doing a quarter million dollars a year, and now he's doing eight, ten, twelve million dollars a year. 
and he credits a lot of that success for what he's learned from you. I mean, how does that, how does that feel? Um, the whole idea of just helping other people is kind of my purpose and vision in life. That's sort of my dedicated mission. If you talk about the definitive purpose at Napoleon Hill. So when somebody like Dan or, or Ben or anybody else for that matter actually implements the work, the, that's the fuel for the soul. It, it's, it's really not even the result. It's just watching them take that step. It takes a lot of courage, you know, to change something in your business. And so, if you haven't done it before, you know, the first time you're riding the bike, I mean, it's a little bit intimidating for people. And I think business owners are no different. You know, we're emotional creatures. Sure. And so it's awesome. And so the fulfillment there is uh, it's it's why we do what we do. It's why we keep coming back. It's why we try to be professional. It's why we try to, you know, we travel a lot. We, we stay in hotels like this. Every once in a while, we get to hang out with good people and drink some whiskey, uh, yuck it up. But the reality is it's, it's a life on the road for the most part. You're yeah. alone a lot. And so the kind of things that you're talking about right there are what actually keep that alive. So without that, you know, it's not cool. So I had a young guy today that was uh, from uh, Russia. And uh, he said, I've been watching these videos for three years, and I've been doing all this stuff, and I've been doing everything. And he's like, you know, I've gotten so much implemented. And he's like, I am so thankful to you. He's like, I want to give you my family's crest, my, the knife that I carry, that I've been mm. carrying, you know, and so he gave me his personal blade, and it's a, just an amazing collector's item, and it's got, you know, his family crest and his uh, uh, family label on it, and so, I mean, I, I don't know what to say, I mean, I'm speechless, it was incredible, it was, you know, so what's that worth? Well, the moment of him just saying, thank you, you know, you've helped me actually survive and prosper, and, you know, yeah. my family has benefited from that, that stuff is powerful. Yeah. I had a, somebody at an event one time brought me a piece of carrot cake. I love carrot cake. Yeah. And it's not the same thing as a knife and a family crest, but, I mean, carrot cake's important to a lot of people, too. Well, it depends on what's in carrot cake. <laughs> you know, you're right. The life on the road. You do live in Colorado. <laughs> you know, life on the road uh, is really misunderstood. People think it's glamorous and exciting. And as Drew knows, as you know, as I well know, uh, you know, it's hotel rooms and conference centers and, and, and taxis. And you don't really get to see much the cities you're in. You're usually packing up pretty quick and moving on to the next city, like a traveling circus, more or less. And uh, I remember recently I was in United flight. And I hit a million miles on United. And the captain came back to congratulate me. And I'm like, all due respect, captain, it just means I'm never at home, right? It's really nothing for me to celebrate. It's a huge sacrifice that that you make. It's a, it's a tough way to, to make a living out on the road because uh, as I joke with people, I hear I have a beautiful family and home in Colorado. I just never see it, right? And so, um, you know, you should be recognized and people don't see it as a sacrifice because you're on stage and you're the guy and all that kind of stuff. But there's a huge amount of sacrifice living out there in the road. And I know your wife, uh, who's a real trooper and she's suffered some health problems in the last uh, year or so. And you continue to grind, and I noticed your schedule. You always, you're always there at the right times, the right surgeries, the right chemos, the right everything. But you balance that somehow with getting out and taking care of your responsibilities. And it's, uh, we all see that and admire that and appreciate what you're doing for yourself and for Christy. And we love you for that, and we love her. So, uh, yeah, on that note, we'll talk to Mr. Ben Carter. I didn't know I was going there. I apologize, but... I really do admire what you're doing, the way you balance all of it, dude. It's really, really cool. You all hooked up? I believe so. Okay. All right.
Good? Yep. So, Mr. Carter, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Well, yeah. how about you? I'm doing great, man. Welcome to Las Vegas. You were actually here before I was, so Thank you should you. probably welcome me to Las oh, well, Vegas. Welcome to Las Vegas. <laughs> so you and I uh, hail from the same small city yep. in Colorado Springs, Colorado. By the way, how long have you been in the Springs? Uh, about 13 years. 13? Mm -hmm. I came there the first time in 1985 on vacation. Wow. Moved up there in 87 and went to prison shortly thereafter. Long story. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to read the book. Uh, but have been in the Springs, uh, in and out over the last 30-some-odd years. And uh, it's a great little city. Isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. It is a phenomenal place to be, a phenomenal place to raise a family. And... It is a beautiful place. And you've got a great little company there. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I don't you. mean little. I mean, you've got a great company it. there. It's not little. Um, We're growing. You're growing, yeah. And so uh, is this the first time you've attended uh, the boot camp here with... With the G-Men? The boot camp training in particular, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, I've been to a number of other trainings with, uh, with the G-Man there, and, and yeah. every time I, I sit down in a class or I pull up a video on EGIA, my company makes it just a, a little bit better and a little bit better yeah. and a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. and it really is uh, that, uh, that one step, right, trying to get one priority mm -hmm. done at a time. One of the things I love about what Gary teaches globally, big picture, but also in these classes is pick your priorities, right? Because you right. can't attack everything, right, at one time. Uh, but I know you also have a very close relationship with Drew, and he's been involved with your business very much. Talk to me about, uh, you know, some of the things you've learned from Drew that have helped your business, some of the things you've learned from Gary that have helped your business. You know, I'll tell you, one of the things I've been thinking a lot about lately uh, was a, a, a conversation recently had with Drew, and, and um you know, when you when you enter into this whole world of, you know, well, I'm going to put down my tool bag and I'm going to go do it myself and, you know, getting all excited, it's exciting. And then you get into it and all of a sudden it becomes this giant overwhelming, you know, thing. And then you bring in employees and now you've got other people, other families who are counting on you and relying on you to do a good job for them. And, you know, to be real honest, it can be terrifying sometimes, yeah. you know. And uh, Drew told told me one day he goes you know it's 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 really just about making a one percent improvement little little increments one percent at a time one percent at a time and if you can make a little one percent improvement every day that's a three hundred percent improvement at the right. end of the year right, right. it's a, it's amazing yeah just that you know those days when you start to feel overwhelmed you start looking at you know Gary's list of 390 something <laughs> questions and and prioritize prioritize and, 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 and you're just like oh what do I what do I what do I do how do I start what do I it's 1% just 1% 1% and then you know we're sitting in class with Gary and we go through all of these different questions and all of these different priorities and five you get five there might be 378 on that list of 390 or whatever that you need. But pick the five. Focus on the five. Yeah. When you get the five, move to the next one. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. So um, in addition to, uh, you know, learning from Drew, learning from Gary, and being here for the, the boot camp and the planning, uh, talk to me about how you leverage the EGI platform, mm. right, in terms of training, ongoing development that you're doing in your company. How does that play a role? You know, we use the, the online training for quite a bit, quite a bit. Um, you know, we've had conversations with some of our, our accounting support staff, and we'll be, you know, talking to them about this is how we're trying to get everything departmentalized, and we need to, you know, above the, the GP line, below the GP line, this is how we need to, to structure that. And, and 
not being an accounting expert myself, it's really difficult, and I've been able to pull it up. And be like, here, watch this with me. Let me, right. you know, you know, help me go through some of these things. Yeah. You know, and so I've, 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 I've been able to help support those things. You know, we bring in new managers into the company and new, new, new processes, and then we can sit down and and everybody can go through these videos and have some conversation about it. Okay, so this is what we've learned. Now, how are we going to, as a team, roll this out, and how are we going to make this ours and and, and come about doing those things. I hear your wife is quite the marketing expert. Oh, she's a whiz. Yeah. yeah, she's a whiz. Yeah, no, I've heard that. I've heard that. She was you. supposed to be here with me today, but yeah, you know, COVID. Yeah. COVID. Yeah, no, COVID's, COVID's changed everything. So I'm just sitting here thinking, man, it must be pretty amazing for you guys to be sitting here next to these guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, it's the G-Man, it's the Drew Dog. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a whole other world. Well, it is a yeah. whole other world. You know, one of the things I love about what these guys do is they really are accessible. Uh, I watched today at the end of the event. I came right at the tail end. And, you know, Drew's, or uh, excuse me, Gary's hanging out, talking to people, answering questions. And there's a real access, you know, that, that dealers have, business owners, entrepreneurs have to experts, you know, like Drew and Gary. And, you know, that's, that's pretty cool stuff as well. So uh, we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for Thank coming you. out to Vegas and being here for the three days. And Dan, appreciate it very much. And joining us up here in uh, the Aria on the 16th floor in Andy Mitchell's room, right? <laughs> Why are we down at the Motel 6 and Mitchell <laughs> is up at this place? This is like 2,000 square feet uh, uh, suite up here. Uh, before we wrap it up, Gary, any concluding comments uh, about these guys, about anything? Uh, just really proud of both of them. They, I mean, they've come into the camp. They're prepared. They're mentally prepared, emotionally prepared. Um, you know, Dan, obviously you started this years ago. I think you might have mentioned that maybe I even had hair. So. <laughs> that was a long time ago. You're like Googling like in a crib. <laughs> Baby Gary. <laughs> you got to measure those KPIs. <laughs> I think the most important lesson that we've taken away this week is that, uh, you know, uh, gambling at the craps table with my with me is hazardous to your health. <laughs> That's gotta be stressful to it. Yeah. Uh, he's okay to get along with his winning, but uh, you know, of course, he's not gambling with the rent money. I've seen that out there, right? Some guys down there, you can tell they're in a lot of stress, and they are. Don't come out here with the rent money for sure, gentlemen. Thank you all so much. Appreciate it, Ben, Dan, Drew, Dog. Appreciate it, G Man. Love you all, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Virtual.